everyone. You've made it to season three of Old Dirty Benches. Are you here to listen to white collar criminals get roasted? Then you're at the right place. And here's JD to tell you all about what we do here. What's up, Dirty Benches? If you came here for laughs, shit talking, to hear about wiener schnitzel, or our menopause bellies, then you came to the right place. On ODB, we talk about white collar crime, which costs the country upwards of 300 to 600 billion every year. What, what? That's crazy. Tell me more. White collar crime is typically orchestrated by those in occupational positions with the opportunity to commit these crimes. These crimes include insider trading, fraud, tax evasion, bribery, price fixing, and of course, corruption. We will discuss real cases, related articles, podcasts, and documentaries, movies related to the crime. Occasionally, we may sprinkle a movie review in. Our theme song is performed by Good Co. You can find them on YouTube. And don't forget to like, subscribe, or leave us a review anywhere you stream your podcasts. Patty? Yes. Good morning. Present. And accounted for <laughs> Jello, I am on my mic. <laughs> Which it was turned sideways. So here we go. Here we he go. He was like, I can barely hear her, mom. What's going on there? <laughs> and I have a lot of wisdom to impart, as we know. <laughs> yes, definitely. Uh, um, hello, everyone. This is Old Dirty Benches. Yeah, I, I wanted to say that uh, I read. Some comment, not about us, but oh. just about podcasts in general, about how they're like, they don't introduce themselves and they don't say what the podcast It's like, dude, oh, okay. this is for fucking fun. Okay, <laughs> get over yourself. Well, we have like a whole intro we play at the beginning. They don't care. But, oh, okay. I don't know. So, please uh, introduce yourself and tell us what your favorite color is. I'm uh, just kidding. Where you went to school, who, what well, your mother's maiden name. Just kidding. Let me see. Uh, <laughs> and the last four of your social. Ready, go. Okay, Stanford University. <laughs> I majored in uh, bullshit. I have I think a, a master's in that. I have a toe, a toe fetish. <laughs> Ew, um, feet are gross. <laughs> I don't get that. I do not get the feet thing. Favorite author, Stephen King. <laughs> Best movie I ever watched, Gone with the Wind. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Halloween. <laughs> no. I actually do not have a toe fetish. Although I do have a really good friend that that likes feet oh yeah he's totally into i it. don't get it i don't know um you be you everyone yeah but he, i don't get it he was a man for <laughs> he was a man open-toed <laughs> shoes he loved those suckers man because he like feet he likes feet okay i'm not How gonna say what his name is but fred yes. flintstone feet, that's what mine look like <laughs> For real. I had I'm another friend. I'm not even friend. joking. I wish I were. Maybe I, I don't get the feet thing because my feet aren't what you call hideous. <laughs> I have wide duck feet that look like Fred Flintstone. I had another friend who um, apparently there's, of course, on fans only, there's all kinds of shit. Only fans. Yes. But yes. Or, okay, whatever. The fuck fans only. <laughs> Swipe left. We don't know. There's Hashtag, like a thing. I've never been on there. <laughs> Hashtag, um, we don't know. <laughs> we old. <laughs> Trending. <laughs> like K 
okay, I'm fuck my yeah. work life this morning. Yeah, <laughs> She's just... like, I'm in my 40s and I just don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm same. Um, same girl. Yeah. Uh, no, she was talking about how there's an account that's totally dedicated to this woman's feet. Yeah. So, and she makes like uh, six digits. That's a thing. Yeah. That's a thing. And I was like, I'm. I could. That would be the only way I'd go on fans only. <laughs> Show your feet. My Fred Flintstone feet. <laughs> and I'd be like, you are a sick mf'er. <laughs> and I would send pictures of Fred Flintstone. To <laughs> like top part is Fred, yeah. bottom part is As me. <laughs> wow. I bet you could really. Paddle a car oh with those. <laughs> Them babies. Ooh, yes. Give it oh to Lord. me. Oh, Lord. More toes. Hilarious. Um, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> this podcast is actually a podcast about um, white collar crime. <laughs> Typically. <laughs> but not today, folks. I've also seen where they don't like you to tangent. They like you to get straight yeah, to the whatever. point. So here we go. Today... <laughs> be constrained by you haters <laughs> today movie review so because... we know there's no julie listening today <laughs> she's not a movie review person that's cool well here's the thing uh we cover a lot of bad people um <laughs> so now we're gonna watch bad movies yeah, about true. bad people <laughs> but uh we need the break we did do our our good episode not too long ago yes. and we went and met brayden he likes to go by brad but he has crack and board shop we yeah. went and saw him yesterday um super fun yes this episode will not come out until later in october right. but um <laughs> but we had we'll a good keep time the love going <laughs> good times good times so um a shout out to him and his mom by the way who gave us amazing ice cream yeah. for free I know. which i was like so nice mm. yeah and I'm wearing my shirt right now. Yes, you are. Cracking board shop. Represent. Spread the stoke. Okay. Yeah. Um, that makes it sound super hip. I know. <laughs> Even though we don't know what that means. <laughs> we assume it's good. <laughs> so today uh, we're going to be talking about the movie Vengeance. Right. It might not be familiar to people. I don't think so because I had not heard about it until you told me well, about this know, movie. I'm cutting edge of movies. You are. You're the supreme. I had seen goddess the trailer movie in, watcher in the movies. Oh, had you? Okay, yeah. I had not seen this. So I was looking for it in the movie theater. And oh. I think just now it's in the theater. Yes, because it's getting like really good uh, reviews people buzz. are liking it yes the buzz is good on this movie mm-hmm. um can watch it i believe still on peacock that's you how can. we uh strained it. Watch it oh yes that's right it was actually directed by bg bg bj, BJ. the bg's directed it everyone <laughs> i can't talk this morning now it's just one bg though the other two have passed away so <laughs> <laughs> bj like blowjobs yes. no back <laughs> Oh God! We went blue. <laughs> Who did? <laughs> uh, we got to keep the a P- PG in here. This is like his first uh, movie that he's done. Mm. His first directing project, and I was like, "Who directed this movie?" So I went out to go look for our notes, and, and I was like, like "Holy oh shit, God, BJ did!" Him. Yeah, yeah, I was he wrote totally it shocked. And directed yep, it. wrote, yeah. directed starred in it mm-hmm. as like one of the main characters yeah it's about him so there was some other big names uh boyd holbrook he was ty 
also known for Logan and Predator. Oh, okay. Remember? I don't know if you remember his character in those movies. Um, Leo Tipton as Abilene. We've seen mm-hmm. her in a couple different movies. I like her. Uh, she was in Warm Bodies. I loved her as a supporting actress in that movie. That is a zombie movie for all y'all that don't know. Crazy Stupid Love. I was going to say Crazy Stupid Love. Uh, Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. Yes, known for everything. <laughs> <laughs> and attached to our good news episode. Yes, he's also attached to that episode as well. Issa Rae, who I, I love. love. Me yes. too, I love her. Um, she's known for a lot of shit like Awkward Black Girl. She had that whole YouTube channel mm-hmm. um, that really actually helped her get into Hollywood and stuff. Um, and then, of course, her series Insecure. Right. Which, and then Love Birds. Yes, Love Birds. Which is really funny. Mm-hmm. And weirdly enough, John Mayer makes a cameo yeah. in the movie. <laughs> Playing himself. Yeah, typical douche. <laughs> I was talking like, of about course. his prowess with women. Uh, yeah, his relation. That was his... probably just like a freaking ad lib. They were yeah. probably just at a party. And he <laughs> I was like, I'm going to it in. When I was looking for the budget, it wasn't really available for whatever reason. I couldn't find it. Probably wasn't that much. Yeah, I don't think it cost them a lot to make this movie because it's not like there's tons of special effects or anything like that. It grossed around so far, like the first couple weeks, 2.2 million. Um, The project was started around March 2020, but they paused it because of COVID and then they resumed filming in January of 2021. Interestingly enough, much of it was filmed in New Mexico, despite the story largely taking place in dry Florida, a.k.a. Texas. <laughs> That's right. Thank you. <laughs> Trademark. Um, also, BJ is a huge fan of Whataburger. <laughs> Apparently, he really loves the honey butter chicken biscuit. Oh, God, that's so funny. <laughs> my kids used to love Whataburger when we would go to Arizona. Yeah, so that's... And now my son's like, Whataburger sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that is a popular fast food joint out there. I have not been to Whataburger since I left the state. Yes, I am, and I've never um, missed it either. I'd rather go to In-N-Out. <laughs> Are we ready to do our plots? Yes. Okay, I'll go first. Oh, all right. And then we can follow then up with second yours. grade will come in <laughs> and finish grade. it up. Okay. I'll pull mine up on my phone. I want everybody to know I wrote this myself. All right, JD, going. Oh, for God's sake. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> Once upon a time. <laughs> <laughs> in a land far, far away, dry Florida. Shh, be quiet. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> Stop talking. <laughs> so Ben, a journalist and podcaster, <gasps> is a male chauvinist in New York. <laughs> All right. I like it so far. <laughs> I'm in. Who thinks his shit doesn't stink. <laughs> The end. It's great. (laughs) He then gets a call from a stranger letting him know that his girlfriend has passed and they would like him to come to the funeral. Ben at first isn't sure who they are talking about, but quickly realizes that it's a Texas girl he has slept with a couple of times for shits and giggles. I believe the young people call that hooking up, but... (laughs) No strings attached. (laughs) Ben decides to go to the funeral, meets the deceased woman's family, and embarks on an investigation that humbles him in a murderous way. Okay, that's right. it. That's it. That's you've all really, I wrote. You've really shortened I, it up. Cha-ching. Let's go. Wow. Okay, mine's different. 
lights. And I don't have my glasses. So the words of here wisdom. we go. I don't have my glasses. I don't. And I have it written on my phone, which is okay. being held a mile away from my eyes. Okay, here we go. A man gets mistaken for a young woman's boyfriend when she is killed. He hangs out with her family to find out who killed her just so he can document it for a podcast. What follows is a dark comedy and a commentary <laughs> on the culture of celebrity, the drug crisis, and how divided we are as a society. True. Mine Bam! Was, mine was better. Oh, brother. <laughs> it's not a competition. <laughs> We're going to put it to the listeners. Who okay, was better? All two of you, ready? <laughs> Could be divided. 50 50. <laughs> I'm the deciding vote, and I'd oh my say God. I win. But It'll anyway, be our much two more votes. Of a broad picture. Look at it. Our two, our two votes. And now the ratings. Decisions. First, I'd like to point out there will be spoilers. So our rating system is a wiener schnitzel, which is amazing. A licorice, red, red licorice, not black. Which is whatever. Black licorice there, is the bomb. You eat it. I love it. Okay. Or a mummy because Tom Cruise version. Yes. The worst movie ever made. <laughs> 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 ever made. Okay. I think that's up for debate. No. It is absolutely is that not. is subjective. I will not debate that. Not objective. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Your rating, Patty. Wiener schnitzel. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I. This is a licorice for me. Really. But strawberry. Strawberry being the better, <laughs> better than red. The so better like a B plus, than the original. B so, like, yeah, I would have gave it gave it a B plus uh, slash A minus. Okay. Um. Only because it was a tad bit slow, uh, and it's really about Ben and his like own narcissism. Right, but to me, the reason why, and I have to just say that my husband is in love with this movie. Oh, is he with this movie? Okay, does he have like a crush on Ben? No, not oh. because of that. That's okay. Ryan Reynolds. Everyone, <laughs> keep that on the DL. <laughs> <laughs> and Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> oh my but god. Anyway. <laughs> my spouse is in love with Marky Mark. Who is hard okay. man crush? <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Oh my god. Every time a movie comes out with him, he's like, yeah. I oh, I want to see that. I, have to I see don't know why, Mark. but I'm very compelled. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. no, because to I think us it's the hardcore ass, but go yeah, ahead. <laughs> right. He's like, I could look like that, but I don't want to. <laughs> It's underneath all of this, I swear. Protective covering. <laughs> uh, the reason why is because to us, this was like a very thinking movie. It was. And it had definitely. a lot of subtext. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't just an on the surface movie. Yes. And that's why we really liked yes. it. And it was just so uh, much of our times of society. It is. It is. It's a very much a social commentary movie. Totally. Um. And there was some things that kind of like threw you off a little bit. Yeah. You know, as you're going along through the movie. Right. You're like, oh, this shit's getting real, you yeah. know? And then like you come to find out it was actually like something else. Right. Not like where your psychological mind. Yeah. You know, like you start getting off and veering off and you're like into the dark side of things. <laughs> yeah. That's why he so, likes it so much. I mean, I thought it was really good. Yeah. Like it. I said, I would have gave it like a, a B plus. Um, well, 
it was a little, a tiny bit too slow for me. Uh, and it, and I would like to point out, we did watch it in the evening time. Here so my go, old everyone. ass was probably like, I'm, I'm tired. tired. This is like reminiscence. <laughs> oh, did no, a woman no, no. direct this? I'm looking it up. <laughs> I will have you know, Patty. I do not look anything up about the movie until after okay. I have watched it. Thank you for that. But yeah, there's a lot about uh, how we naturally just stereotype people, whether yep. that's implicit or explicit. And um, whether it's true or false. Yep. We find some sort of information to basically confirm our biases. Um, and then, of course, like just putting people into categories like Dry Florida. Right, everybody? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Okay. Some of this shit's right. Okay. It's a stereotype for a reason. That's and that's basically what the movie's about right it there. It's basically what I just about said, that. how yep. people are like that. Yep. So I really like the story. Um, and then, like I said, there's some uh, true crime going on. Yep. Uh, society, specifically like Western culture, with our um, fascination with that. Mm-hmm. Um, podcasting. Mm-hmm. And Celebrity. Then, yep. East Coast, West Coast, mm-hmm. urban versus country. Yep. Yeah. Uh, All of it. It really had me doing some internal reflection about <laughs> That's myself. That's why you didn't like it. And podcasters. Uh-oh. And true crime. And then I was like, maybe we should stop what we are doing. Our podcasting? Yes. And then I was like, fuck that bullshit. <laughs> but we're not doing it, like, to be famous, clearly. <laughs> and we're doing we are not. it, like, to shine a light on bad deeds. Oh, yeah. Like, the, st- like he the was way- doing it to become, like famous yeah he wanted he was basically going to exploit um what happened to this lady somebody who he had hooked up with a couple times for a podcast yeah, yeah. so that he could get he fame. didn't have a story of his own no which kind of makes bj an asshole in the movie <laughs> i would just like to point that out <laughs> yes you are the asshole <laughs> yes, so here you know. we go let's start it off so uh in reading different articles and gathering my notes for this episode. <laughs> my notes is one paragraph of a summary <laughs> and then picking my old brain right now. Enjoy. <laughs> Apparently on an episode of The Office, which he was on for yeah, a while. Yeah, and he was a writer. Mm-hmm. Yes, correct. So BJ said that he first got the idea for the film when he saw a poster for another film titled Vengeance at a film festival. He said that he was struck with the image of his face on a poster with that name on it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Believing audiences would be surprised since that's not the type of work he's known for. Yep. Yeah. So Novak had been kicking around the idea for vengeance since as early as 2014. Oh, wow. Yeah. I got nothing to do. It's COVID. <laughs> write this shit he said the concept being and i quote someone in a shallow life who was pulled out of his new york or la bubble with a dating misunderstanding this person would be pulled to a place where he didn't want to go and quote novak continues in this case novak aptly cast his deadpan voiced cadence as a public radio true crime host ben who is forced to venture to texas after a girl he hooked up with is murdered 
Allegedly. Yes. Uh, the movie is both a slow burn noir and satirical nuance take noir? on the- Noir? Is that what whatever. you're trying to say? Shh, shh, be quiet. Noir. Whatever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> noir. Say <laughs> <C'est> français. <laughs> Uh, nuanced take on the blue and red state divide as you had totally talked about in your plot which was not as good as mine okay and (laughs) the jury's still out on that one and then he said um and i quote it's not just a story about the disconnection between people but the whole country is disconnected for the same reason yep we see each other as online characters and avatars you have a personal dating comedy on the surface, but then you have this cultural world that is the setting for what's even more dangerous in terms of misunderstandings, end quote. True. Yeah. Yeah. That's really like basically what the movie showcased yeah. the entire time. Uh-huh. It's way beyond the surface. Yes. Yeah. It's definitely like you were saying and like your husband aptly put, um, it really made you think. So let me first just start out by saying I'm not sure I would go to someone's funeral that I barely knew. Not at all. Would you fly out to the funeral of somebody you had hooked up with? Like my son was like, delete and block. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, this is weird. Oh, my God. And then I felt even more, like, cringeworthy and awkward when he goes to the funeral and they ask him to stand up and say a few words. And there's a picture of them, like, from Instagram showing them as a couple. And he had to, like, look it up on Instagram. Who is this girl? Because he didn't even, like, like, remember or recognize the name. Yes. Oh, dude. I think, okay, so here's what I would say when I had to stand up. For the person that I had slept with, that a you wouldn't times. go, yeah, that I wouldn't go to, with. but I thought it about wasn't it. That great. Any questions? <laughs> um, so JD got up to the microphone or whatever in front of people. Uh, I like that he had an any, not an Audi, <laughs> and he actually bought me coffee the next morning instead of asking me to leave in the middle of the fucking night. Oh my god. Boom. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So that much whole no. part, you're just no. like, oh, you just feel it, <laughs> yeah. like how awkward it yeah, is. Dude. And they're like, no, go up there. And he's, and he's like, like, oh, no, no. Uh, okay. What about her? Well, she liked music. Uh, and everybody's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And uh, I wish I spent more time with her. I'm sure we all feel like that. <laughs> I mean, it's just so cringy. Oh, it was awful. Yeah, I would not have done that, but um, that would have been my statement. Okay. <laughs> so uh, the other thing that I really like was the intro song at the beginning of the movie, which was Red Solo Cup by Toby Keith. Uh-huh. One of my favorite songs, especially when it first came out. Ew, I hate country um, music, but I'll allow it in this case because <laughs> it was appropriate. I love that song. Because it shows their... You know, partying out yeah. in the desert. Yes, yes. I assume dry Florida does. <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. We did that in Arizona. Ooh, yes, we did. Desert. Yep, down in the wash because there's no fucking water in the riverbeds. That's what we call them, washes, in case you don't know. And you could have a real boondogger out there. Yeah, I actually did not do that, Mom and Dad. I never went out there. I heard tell of people that would. <laughs> 
<laughs> Not little JD. Not me. No, I no. was a good nay, nay, student everyone. <laughs> in bed. You could still be a good student and go to parties. Okay. At the appropriate time. Never not once. And then sneak out. <laughs> out through my After you put some pillows in your bed. <laughs> yeah. Throw the that was way before ring cameras and all that bullshit <laughs> ruined it. Right, kids? <laughs> yeah. Now we know where you are at all times. Or find my iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, where is that what? little fucker? It's going down the street. <laughs> yeah. Busted. How shitty to be a kid now. We had it so much better. We've I would so literally push the car out of the garage and go out. And then, like, even, like, our Fitbits and stuff like that, you can, like, turn on the GPS so it tracks oh, your no, stuff. I don't have one of those. And if you're friends with that person, you could probably you can see, see where, where they're, they're at. That's fucking creepy, dude. Uh, yeah. I worked with a, uh, well, this is a mutual coworker. Ruh-roh. But she had an app where she could track the entire family, which I thought that was serial killer vibes. But was this a good coworker? No. Oh, figures. Yes. That's we for have another episode. <laughs> mutual ill feelings for this person. Oh, okay. I know exactly. Okay. So slight Creepy. tangent. Probably is a serial killer anyway. <laughs> She's a serial <laughs> character assassinator, but that's for another show. Okay. So let's get back to BJ. He's in Texas with the family of a girl he barely knows. Yes. He's literally hanging out with Abilene's brother. But like, he's like, hey, this is my story. This is where I got my podcast. Oh, my God. Complete strangers. Uh, and then he talks him into helping him investigate. Her vengeance. Yes. Bring Abilene's the killer. Murder. To justice. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I can totally justice. make a podcast out of this. And he's like, yeah. My, all one in. of my favorite parts is where he's like, uh, I've made it a thing where I don't do that or whatever. Like, it's a personal <laughs> thing that I don't do vengeance. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> so it's totally highlighting, like, the difference between urban and country people. But, yes. like, in a super... Uh, what's the word? Like, like stuck up, kind of arrogant. But just so like over the top. Yes. On both sides. Yeah. The country guy's super hickish and he is super arrogant. Yeah. City like dweller, what you would think like of. Like looking down on the country mm-hmm. folk, basically, like in a total uh, overemphasized yes. way. Yes. And there's a lot of misunderstandings on both sides. Yeah. And then uh, even when he sits down for the family dinner after the funeral. Yeah. Also awkward on the first night. And he fucking sleeps in her room, dude. Yeah. I was like, no. Yeah, that creepy. is so uncomfortable, too. And and he's recording their conversation. The whole yes. Time. And then they named the little boy El Stupido. Yeah. Which he I was like. speak Spanish. <laughs> and he actually sleeps with a complete stranger yeah, in her room, too. Yeah. Because he misses Abilene. But um, he's in there. I mean, we don't know who this person. He could be a pedophile. Right. Who knows? <laughs> then they, of course, they have like the rodeo scene, which is even more uncomfortable, where he's trying to like fit in. But wait a second. So back to the family dinner. I did think it was kind of like foresh- foreshadowing 
when uh, they're talking about South by Southwest. Oh, yes. And he's like, True. oh, yeah, I went to South by. And and the grandma's like, well, what, you know, what'd you see? And he's like, oh, no, it's just he starts like mansplaining to her. And she's like, yeah, I know what it is. What you go there to see a band. Who are you? Gonna? Like that was foreshadowing. Like, I'm not stupid. Okay? Yeah. Yes, exactly. That was funny. There's a lot of that going on throughout the entire movie. Right. Because he just assumes like they're not cultured. Right. Or they don't know down. anything outside of their tiny little Texas bubble, you know, that kind of thing. And then, of course, Waterburger is like through the entire movie. Right. I felt it's like it their was. Wiener it is. I was just going to say it's like our love for Wiener Schnitzel. Right. It's, Every- it's always right there. <laughs> He's like, but they're all right there. But it's right there. <laughs> so funny. Okay. So, about this time, we meet Quentin, who's played by Coocher who is a music producer in the middle of nowhere out here in Texas. Right. Um, he had some, like, really philosophical stuff that he was saying. Yeah. He turns out to be, like, the kind of, like, the... He explains the whole movie at the end, basically. Yes. Yeah. I really liked how he talked about how we consume stuff now, like, the way the we... The news cycle. Yep. Art, which he said is on demand now, which is true, right? We yeah, get we it through... we watch this movie on Peacock. <laughs> at our house. <laughs> and he talked about uh, algorithms, you know, where it uh, reads what we like. Right. Reinforces what you mm-hmm. already think. Sends us the same shit over and over again. Yeah. Like, for example, on Spotify, uh, you know, when you're picking stuff that you like, you can actually set and a filter. A playlist. Yep. Where it'll just send you, you that probably stuff. probably like all this other shitty stuff, too. Yes. If you like red solo cut. <laughs> Now, I actually have my filter set so that it sends me like new stuff that I can try because I don't like just sitting in the same. I don't want to just hear, and I would be like, just send me all the Barry Manilow you got. No, I like to explore. So, yeah, he kind of talked about if like we're only sticking to the stuff that we like, then we can never really truly fall in love with anything else. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, that's so like true. Yes, and profound. Because we're just getting like the same voice over and over and over again, even if it's a different band or whatever. We're just getting that stuff like fed to us because of these algorithms and technology. So basically, get rid of all that fucking shit. (laughs) Again, (laughs) social media is evil. Um. Was the secondhand story. There's also some cartel stuff in here, which I kind of thought that was like a cool little But it was also, I feel like he put that in there because when you think of border towns, that's like a drummed up thing for the conservative people that Mm -hmm. always spout off about. The politics. And I think he stuck that in there because everybody automatically thought it that's was like, who killed her. Mm-hmm, the, that was who well, had done who the killing. Well, that's who their brother thought. But there's like all these different possibilities throughout the movie. I had actually thought after we met Quentin the first time that Quentin was the, the bad killer. guy. Yes. And I that even, might be a spoiler, everyone. I even looked at my spouse and I was like, it's he Quentin. He did it. <laughs> I was like, that shirt is unbuttoned too much. <laughs> and he has some weird jewelry. He yeah, obviously did it. That chest hair, no. And he has like a baby face still. I feel like yeah. Ashton Kutcher's going to be one of those people that never looks grown up fully. Okay, so back to the cartel. So we find out, but hold on. We find out that she was 
wanted to be a famous singer. Yes, she did. The girl that died. And that's why she knew Quentin. Right. And that's how he knew Abilene. And then we get introduced to Sincholo, right? He's the local dealer. He Um, was like suspect number one on the brother's list. Correct. He thought he killed her. Yeah, so Ben goes in there to go talk to him. Well, did we say like she was found outside of a party? No, the after party. Yeah. She what in an area called the after party, which is kind of like in this nowhere area out there. It's like a zone that overlaps four different police jurisdictions. Yes. So it's like often things that happen there would just get forgotten about. Yep. There's no cell phone signal out there, (laughs) that kind of thing. That's where they found her body. Yes. And the police were like, oh, she just OD'd. Yes. There's a bad drug problem there. Like really bad. And so they think that this drug dealer is actually the one who probably killed her. Mm -hmm. Um. But when Ben sits down with him, he basically uh, sits down with him one-on-one and tells him, like, I would never hurt Abilene. Um, and then he goes into this story about how he's, like, this huge Harry Potter fan, and she would read to him. Right, because his mom wouldn't let him read those books because of the devil. Correct, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, he's he's a good guy. He's, he didn't do it. You right. know what I mean? So I was like. I didn't think it was him. No, I definitely didn't all. think. It was a red herring. Um, yeah. But also, like you said, to kind of showcase, like, some of the politics that play into right. the border towns and stuff. So the theme that I was also getting throughout the whole movie is, like, Ben's kind of treated Abilene like shit women in general kind of like shit right right? well I mean he saves them in his phone as like Natalie Bumble cute girl from such and such (laughs) like he doesn't even know their name no no it's kind of like a piece of ass who hasn't been there women right (laughs) oh brother He's not the most respectful of women. No. Um, I mean, but he starts to discover that Abilene had, like, all these different layers to her right. as he's, like, going along and, and you know, living with the family. And he feels bad about himself because he looks back at their texts and she had sent him, like, her singing and he mm-hmm. never bothered to listen. Yeah. Or, like, actually give her any, like, positive feedback about right. it or anything like that. So then like he's that. like, wow, I kind of suck. Yeah. And then he kind of finds out too that the family is not they're not just a bunch of dumb like rednecks from texas or whatever they have like a lot more substance i thought it was funny too how all the sisters had city names oh yeah kansas city which (laughs) they called casey paris yeah and abilene which they called abby Mm -hmm. that's cool yeah i did i like that too they are kind of like background characters but also like integral to the overall story as well. We do find out that Abby did, even though everybody's like claiming that she didn't have a drug problem, she did have a drug problem. Right. Um, and somebody had been supplying it to her. And then, of course, like we had talked about, Abby was at a place called the After Party, which is like this dead zone. And law enforcement basically isn't doing anything about it because they're like, oh, not my jurisdiction. Well, the two main cops for the town are like bumbling idiots. Yeah, they're, they're total like, de- dumbasses. <laughs> Yeah. And everybody's like, you don't call 911 out here. Right. And the cops He's were like, like, what about fire? <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. I mean, and then in one scene, like Ben's car actually gets blown up, which that, that was, was one of like. my favorite things. Yeah. I was like, oh shit. Like, He's hot on the trail of the yeah. killer. Like, oh, my God. You know, shit's really going the, the down. The best part was when the brother goes, imagine if you had been driving a real car with gas. <laughs> yeah. 
because he's driving a Prius. Because he's in a Prius. <laughs> <laughs> that was oh awesome. my god, dude! That, that made me laugh so hard. Part. I was like, "Oh my god, that's so true." That's what I was feeling. <laughs> And then, of course, the whole scene outside of the Waterburger, because they go there a lot. He turned Ben turns into a total a-hole during that scene because he's Well, like, because that's when he finds out that she was a pill popper. Yes. And yes. so she very well could have just OD'd. Yeah, but we don't really know that yeah. Like at this point. But he just makes the assertion once he finds out that, yeah, she did. She did have like a drug addiction. Then he like goes off the rails and talks all kinds of shit about her, about the family, like about how they're dumb. Yeah, like just dumb. They don't know anything. Mm-hmm. So his punch that he receives in the face was well fucking deserved. <laughs> ben slash BJ. And then Novak. the brother said, "Now you have been in a fight or something." Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's like, "Have you ever even been in a fight?" And he was like, "No." He's like you mean like online? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, well, now oh you have, God. Dick. Yeah, it's finally at this point, too, when he realizes what Abby's PIN number is on her right, phone. because nobody can't get in to yeah. see her text messages. Because they know he's been, been able she's to. She's been talking to somebody, and she said it was Ben, but it was not No. Because he hadn't talked to her for a while. Yeah, her little brother is actually the one who clues him in. Because, oh, stupido, a.k.a. Yep. Mason. <laughs> Yeah, because um, he tells him that she used to say, I love you mucho, which is uh, code 1435. Right. And that's what how many like, letters there mm-hmm. are. And then you're like, oh, that's yes. the code. Yeah, and he plugs it into the phone and the phone unlocks. Mm-hmm. And then he sees all the messages to a number, that right? He calls. Yep. And that's when we are like, he knows who the killer and is. Nobody answers, mm-hmm. and you're like, "God damn it!" But he knows. He's already like, "I know who did this murder." She wrote it, everyone. <laughs> so Ben actually redeems himself because he has El Stupido take him out to the Mason after party. <laughs> in like a razor. Yes, <laughs> they out like in the desert four will it out there to the after party. And he has like a football helmet on, <laughs> the little boy. So That's cute. So funny. He was so cute because I was like, I don't know if he should be going out there. And then they showed him with the football helmet. And I was like, for protection. Okay. Yeah. Because hashtag uh, safety is sexy. That's right. Right. We learned that. Yeah. From our friend. Yeah. Brayden. That's okay. right. Cracking board chop. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is where he confronts the killer. I'm not going to say who it was. You already said. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's pretend she didn't, everyone. <laughs> but Okay. No, I was so caught off guard by this part. It was holy perfection. fucking Christ! If you oh didn't my God. like the movie, you should have at this scene. Woo! Specifically. Yeah, I this totally like I didn't see this part coming. No, and I'm not gonna say exactly what happens because I would prefer for people to actually watch this movie okay. because this I like this really grabbed my attention. Yeah, and I was like, holy shit! Because he he confronts the killer, and this whole scene goes down. And he literally realizes everything that he's been doing with the podcast, he shouldn't do it. He right. deletes all of his recordings. He goes out and then comes across Abby's brother, Ty. And you don't really hear the conversation or anything, but he like literally goes back to the family's home and they've kind of like adopted him at this point, yeah. right? Like as one of their own. And then, uh, 
we well, kind of joke about the after party is everybody goes but nobody went yes because they say well, it's I a secret i wasn't there yeah i was I never there. there but everybody's out there and to include the two uh cops. shady cops who were the ones <laughs> that blew up the prius yes <laughs> because of the football comments <laughs> so dumb oh my gosh yeah, so he... Uh, uh, for a while, I thought maybe they were the killers. Oh, the two cops? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally was not because, sure. Because, you know, But I police. did... Yeah, I did think, though, that... Um, well, I already gave you the clue, but okay. And by clue, she said it, but whatever. <laughs> we're not going to say it now. We're going to pretend that didn't happen. Yeah. So anyways, <laughs> he basically goes back to New York... As a changed person after this whole experience. so Well, hopefully. Yes, we hope. At least that's how they kind of make us think that that's... I mean, in in the entire time he's talking to Issa Rae, who's kind of like his boss. Producer. Yeah, producer. Who's like big in the whole podcasting scene, which she actually does have her own podcast, by the way, because I follow it. (laughs) I did like this movie. I just want to um, repeat that. Like I said, I would probably give it like either... She was tired. And it was at night time. Because, yeah, like you said. I think it's very, it's very intelligent. Oh, very much so. Like, BJ did a really good job writing this. You can even, we watched it two times now, and you see a lot more, of course, like you always do the second time. time, But also, Chris was pointing out, do you think that it was related to QAnon? Yes, I was just getting ready to say so. (laughs) You always say that. I was just getting ready to say that. No, I swear, in my notes... just staring at me. (laughs) In my notes, I have, like, all the topics are covered in here. Right, so Quentin, the police call Q. Yes. And he's the one that pretty much, like, just spells out the whole situation Mm -hmm. in his little monologue. Where he talks about conspiracy theories. He talks about everything. Yes, Texas, family, poverty, guns, opioid epidemic, exploitation, whether it be by the media or on social media. Um, Like, everyone has to have a voice. He kind of basically says that. And then everyone is right or our opinions need to be heard is like one of the things, yeah. the last things that we hear from him. I definitely thought it had to do somewhat with the QAnon and the crazy theories that people are coming up with. Um, and then no matter and he what. he said like, oh, people will come up with their own thing. Oh, yeah, because like. And then he, they'll just buy into that. Yes. He basically was talking about the podcast and he was like, if you release this, you're going to be the bad guy. I'm not going to be the bad guy. So um, I thought that was like a key piece to the whole wrap up of the movie because he was right. That's the world we live in right now. You know, like no matter what sort of truth you're provided, what sort of evidence you're given, you will find everything to basically go against that if you believe. If it's not in your algorithm. Yes. Mm -hmm. So shut it down. Yep. Um, Except for podcasts. (laughs) Except for (laughs) Our, because our we need a voice. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, there were a couple good quotes in the movie. One of them was, "It's all regret. It's all regrets. That's life. Make it count." I liked that one. Mom, what'd you say? The mom said that. Yes, the mom said that. Um, and then also, heart sees heart, and people can surprise you. That was another good one that I liked. And then at the end of the movie, my spouse looked over at me. (laughs) And said, can we go to bed now? And he said, you and Patty are part of the problem. (laughs) 
Oh, my God. I thought he was going to say, <laughs> you know what would have made this better? Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> For both our spouses. Can you imagine yeah. if he had a cameo? They probably would have been oh drooling. Oh, my God. And I, I don't had to, think like, Chris could have loved this movie anymore. He really did. Uh, he loved it. I would have had to like lift his chin up and be like, you're drooling, <laughs> Here's babe. Here's some tissue. <laughs> Here's a Kleenex. <laughs> it's very good. Highly recommend. And if you 100%. have Peacock, you can see it for Frizzle. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I think I did see that it's now maybe playing around here. I think so. I think they decided to do like a limited release. because yeah, I was like, when is this going to play? And then I thought, oh, it's on Peacock. That's weird, but mm-hmm. okay. So I don't know how much he made for this project, but welcome as a director, BJ. You did amazing. Um, thank you so much for this project. I knew it would be good, though. I mean, I like his stuff. His the uh, I just like the way... He thinks. I had no clue. I didn't know that he wrote it. I didn't know he directed it. I just knew he was starring in it. And then, of course, when I was, like, looking it up, I was like, holy shit. This is, like, his project. Yeah. And And it was good. it's so good. Yes. Definitely. 100%. Watch it, people. Yeah. Do you have any PSAs? Don't delete and block. (laughs) Don't delete and block. Oh, gosh. Let's see. I guess... um, this is sort of like what I've already talked about, but I, it bears repeating clearly since it's still an issue. But if you go to a shopping place and there's only like one cashier, don't go bitching at everyone else that's working there because newsflash, we don't schedule people, okay? We don't write the schedule. Yeah. Um... And I'm sorry you have to check yourself out for two items. I know. It's rough. <laughs> I was actually, we're all struggling okay yes. i guess is what i'm saying i was just gonna see i was reading uh say and i did see it, it was an article but i was reading where they were talking about the hospitality and retail industry being in crisis because they literally cannot find enough people yeah, to work who these jobs. wants to yeah. here's the thing i don't know why you would ever choose like i do it to get off my fat ass <laughs> It forces me to walk, okay? <laughs> because I don't do it oh on my, my own. But I would never choose this profession because it sucks. Like It's hard. It really sucks. And people have been horrible of late. Yeah. And then they wonder, like, why no one's working. Huh. And well, I hold would- on a second. Let me crack out my Sherlock Holmes notebook. <laughs> It's because of you, motherfuckers. That's why. <laughs> I would also like to say, too, what we've been doing is uh, giving extra and tips, like, more than 20%. Oh, yeah, I do, too. Because I have uh, this whole time since COVID. Yeah, and also because of how high the prices have been. Like, mm. people are struggling right now. Yeah. So we've been also doing that. But since you brought up fat, I wanted to point out... <laughs> That's more to you to love. Thank you. There is more. I'm like two sandwiches away. And also, I can tell that, but not, I'm getting off the menopause belly, but I can tell that everywhere is kind of like gun shy about people being assholes because I ordered us a pizza this week and I went to pick it up and I ordered it with no black olives, add mushrooms instead. 
I like both. And when I went to get it, they said, oh, pizza with no onions, add mushrooms. And I was like, no, (laughs) that's not it at all. (laughs) And then they just immediately have this fear-stricken face. Look over at the kitchen like, oh, shit. You know, just waiting for they're me about to lose to go it. Off, yeah. And they're like, well, we'll make you another one. And I was like, that's ridiculous. No. Like, it's fine. I'm not yeah. going to die. It's mm-hmm. not like I'm allergic. No. Well, then you could have two pizzas. I go, I don't need two. There's two of us. I don't need two pizzas. <laughs> like, it's fine. You're fine. And I still oh tipped them God. over 20% because who cares? Like, I'm, I'm uh, not going to die. Yeah. But it was just their face. I know. I've never sat too, and I'm like, it's like, okay. Oh, shit. They're like, oh no, 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 we can make it. We'll we'll just redo it. Yeah. I'm like, no, no, no. no like, like, what a waste. Chill. It's okay. It's fine. I can drink it. Exactly. You made the coffee wrong. It's everything's right. Fine. But it's this okay. is where we're at. That just shows you how many people are like hair trigger pissed off over uh, shit that don't matter. Uh, all right. <laughs> I'm taking over. <laughs> Send down the brownies. <laughs> I don't know what accent that is, but Anad. <laughs> it was, it was Anna Delby. <laughs> I'll send you a wire. <laughs> Look, I don't do voices. Okay. I seen one of the cast members from SNL. I guess she's been doing these short videos of her uh, imitating Anna, uh-huh. and she's like been going into hotels or whatever. And they've been running her card, and it's not going through. Like, it's getting declined. And she's like, run it again. Again. <laughs> and they're like, no. That's what I'm saying. How is this bitch able to do oh, this for months? Oh, my God. What? I don't know. Anyways. Okay. Yeah. okay. Well, we love everybody. <laughs> well, most people. Yeah, true. Not Some the- people are assholes not worthy of love, but that's their mm, problem. True. Do yeah. better, everyone. I'm gonna have to annihilate Putin. No, I want Putin. pizza. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, All right. Thanks for listening to our movie review. Thank you for listening. We appreciate all the love and support. Thanks, yeah. Kay. <laughs> and Skater Cruise. Anybody else right, who might be listening? Out. We love you as well. <laughs> Stay dirty, benches. Bye. Bye.